Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, everyone. It's a beautiful Saturday in Pittsburgh. We hope you're uh, doing well, staying safe, abiding by the guidelines that will hopefully get us out of this situation sooner rather than later. Man, I miss the days of sinkholes, swallowing pat buses, woodpecker problems. Give me that all over again. 412-928-9370 is the number to call as we talk sports with you. And every week there's uh, stuff to talk about, items, as they look forward to hopefully resuming sports down the road. But all of it is contingent upon the containment of this virus, which social distancing seems to be working. At least uh, the numbers indicate that. And it has to continue to do that over the next uh, month or two before I think any realistic conversation about some of these plans will come out. But... I want to hear what you have to say about them. 412-928-9370, that's the number to call. And you can also tweet me at KD Pump. You can follow us on Twitter, 937TheFan, driven by Jim Shorkey Kia, Pittsburgh's number one Kia dealer. Shop all three locations at shorkeykia.com. Text us on the Edgar Snyder & Associates Fans text line. That's 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Coming up a little later in this hour, I'll be joined by Ryan Burr, who does an outstanding job with the Golf Channel, talking about what golf did this week, which basically gives you some hope that they can return to play sometime uh, mid-May into June, July, and with the Masters in November. A very ambitious uh, scheduling, but I like it. We'll talk with Ryan about that and some of the things going on in the PGA Tour. In the meantime, I want to hear from you, so call us. Let us know what you have to say about what's going on. And I want to start with this baseball proposal because last week we saw, you know, baseball come out with something that looked like a, an Arizona bubble, which is the plan was to bring all teams to the Arizona area, Phoenix, Arizona, and to basically have them stay in individual hotels. The only travel would be from the hotel to the ballpark, play your games, go back, no fans. Uh, and, of course, everyone would have to be tested before this all began because baseball does not want to be known as the sport that allowed the coronavirus to continue. I mean, it's all very, very important that they take the safety issue very seriously, which is why you won't see fans anytime soon. And, and I think as we gradually get back into things, that's probably the prudent way to go. So this new plan that leaked out, and Bob Nightingale wrote about it, is dual hubs. It's Arizona and Florida, if you haven't seen the news that broke yesterday. So there would be teams that play their spring training in Florida would use those sites as their base of operations, and teams that work out in Arizona will do the same. So you'd have the Cactus League versus the Grapefruit League, 
No travel between the two regions. That's important. You'll stay in your state. No American League, National League structure. DH for all 30 teams. And because of the situation at hand, there will be no National League, American League, no divisions as you know them for this one time and one time only. You would have a division for the Pirates, which would include the New York Yankees, the Philadelphia Phillies, the Toronto Blue Jays, and the Detroit Tigers. I'd like to get your thoughts on that, and do you think that's something that can work? At least you'll have the familiar um, you know, confines of your own spring training facility to deal with, and I think that's important because these teams, the last thing you want to do is start traveling all over the place, I can tell you that, um, and we'll find out if it's successful or not. But I have a feeling that if you're going to do that, this plan is better to me than the one we saw uh, you know, out there in Arizona to have every team out there. I think that's almost impossible to do given the fact that the temperatures in the summertime, you know, get up to 120 degrees and that's not an easy way to play. But I do like the fact that they're thinking ambitiously about a return and when that return might happen. The other thing we're seeing is that the NHL is considering all options like the NBA and they're looking at sites that, you know, have been kind of out of the way and uh, low traces of coronavirus, maybe more contained. And the two sites that have come up to try to resume this are North Dakota and Massachusetts. Now, Massachusetts up there in the east, where right now New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, all those cities have been hammered by this virus. North Dakota sounds like something that could, you know, possibly work if they have enough rinks to do all this. And then the next question would be, well, what do you do with situations at hand like do you begin the regular season where it left off and try to help those teams that maybe are one or two points out of the playoffs? Or do you just jump right into the playoffs? And how much time is necessary to get these guys ready to play? Mike Sullivan had a conference media uh, session a week and a half ago, and he said that's going to be a very interesting thing, the time needed to get back into shape. And with baseball, they're talking about a three-week kind of new you know, spring training. It'll be a summer training by then, but... The point is you can't just throw people back into here. The point is you have to make sure that they're ready to go. I don't know. I, I'm for anything that will get you know some semblance of normalcy back into our lives. And I think if there's a lesson to be learned from all this, it's that you should appreciate regular life as it was. Uh, I know all of us get stressed on certain things. Little things tend to bother people. If you haven't learned a lesson that those little things are probably the biggest part of life and you know, just be thankful for what you have. This should nail it home for you. At least I think it should. Uh, you, when, the, when the little things are taken away, you realize how big those little things are. 412-928-9370 is the number to call if you'd like to talk about that. And as I mentioned, CBS will be airing two very special Masters tournaments. This is one of my favorite weeks of the year. And talking to Jim Nance this week, we're hoping to have him on uh, soon how difficult it is for him. He goes from the NCAA tournament straight to the Masters, all these great things going on. This week would have had the national championship game, would have had the beginning of hockey playoffs, would have had the Masters all in one week. That's an amazing week of sports. And in a great time of year when spring is in the air, people are being optimistic, and now that's all been stripped away. Hopefully they can make advances in treatments, in vaccines, and we can get back to normal because, you know, Jonas Salk right here in Pittsburgh did something that saved countless lives many years ago when he came up with that polio 
vaccine. And that made a big difference in so many lives. And somebody out there is working on a cure and a vaccine, and hopefully it's fast-tracked so that it's sooner rather than later. All right, enough of me uh, going off on that tangent. We're here to talk about sports and these proposals. So call at 412-928-9370. Coming up at about 1130, Ryan Burr will join me. We'll talk some golf and some of the things going on on the PGA Tour. And welcome back. Once again, our show is brought to you by Allegheny Health Network, AHN. They invite you to join the Stay Home Team. There's no teams in action right now, so that's a good team to join. The hashtag Stay Home Team. Also, PNC Bank, make today the day. We're driven in style by number one Cochrane. Go one better. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. They got your back, not your wallet. One other note, the fan is doing a part to uh, keep Pittsburgh connected. Go to the radio.com app and get ideas that you can do at this stay-at-home time. All you have to do is go to radio.com slash stay connected. We're joined right now by a longtime friend and a man who's done tremendous work on the Golf Channel, uh, Mr. Ryan Burr. You could follow him on Twitter, at Ryan Burr. Ryan, how are you doing during this uh, pandemic? Well, we're, we're hanging in there, Pomp. Uh, let me start with happy birthday to you. Uh, obviously, uh, that's the that's the main story of today. So, uh, happy birthday, my man. And uh, you know, I think, uh, boy, I I'm kind of at a loss of words for where we're at and, and where we're going. I mean, you, you optimistically think that right around the corner we're going to have sports again and life's going to return to normal, and then depending on what channel you put on on the on the national news it you get varying reports that we could be playing golf in June or that you know that idea is, is craziness so uh you know I'm kind of like everybody else right now just just wondering hoping praying that that we get out of this thing sooner rather than later yeah I think that's all of our wishes at this point and you really do appreciate life uh, as it was versus life as it is but there's a lot of planning going on. I've spent the first uh, 15 minutes of the show talking about baseball and hockey, but golf came out this week and immediately revised its schedule. Uh, three of the four majors will be played. Of course, this is Masters Week. I want to start there with you because yeah. you guys are always down there doing a great job with your coverage on the golf channel. Uh, it's, it's certainly one of the best events in all of sports. Uh, and I was surprised to hear that they were going to reschedule it all the way in November. I didn't think that was really an option at the time, but I want to get your take on the fact that it's postponed and what it would look like in November, where it's a totally different time of year, and how tough would that course be? Right. All right. Well, let's start with that for sure. Today would be the third round of the Masters, and really, uh, for my money, this is the best week of the year in sports. You have the the NCAA Final Four, which would have been last Saturday, then the National Championship Monday, you have opening day, and then, of course, the Masters uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, for my money, it is the very best week of the year in sports, and, of course, this year we have none. Uh, with that said, uh, you know, the Masters pump, they don't ever get it wrong, and I think they wanted to make sure that, no matter what the Masters would be played this year, if possible. And they put it out there further than, than everything else. I mean, if you think about it, the PGA Championship has been rescheduled for August in San Francisco. That seems really optimistic. Then the U.S. Open is in September. The Ryder Cup is the following week. The Open Championship has been completely canceled. And then the Masters 
would be the last event of the year, which would be in November. So uh, everyone I've talked to, and we're doing our shows uh, each and every day, and we've had a lot of Masters champions on this week, they all say that actually November, late October, is the very best grass and weather that the Masters actually has that the course is actually further along than it is in April when we traditionally play it. Now, obviously, the azaleas won't be in bloom, or at least we don't think. They they have a funny way of controlling everything at Augusta National, so they might have the azaleas <laughs> blooming in November. But uh, from everybody I talk to, and, you know, Mother Nature is tough to figure out as far as you can get a cold weather, you can get rain, but if you just take the averages, the averages for when this Masters, the 84th Masters is scheduled, uh, should be fantastic. And, uh, you know, your channel, obviously, uh, Jim Nance is the guy that, that does it at CBS, and, and he said uh, yesterday that because the Masters is, is number one in his heart, and, and that week, anyways, that Sunday, he would be doing uh, the Masters. Who knows, maybe CBS, an, an early, maybe 11 o'clock start NFL game, and then come on the air with the Masters, I mean, it could be pretty special. Yeah, I kind of like that. In fact, I thought once they said November in the middle of football season, I thought maybe they may go, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday, Friday, or Wednesday through Saturday, get off by uh, Sunday, but they're not going to change, and you're right. There was a time when CBS would do uh, NFL games followed by the U.S. Tennis Championship, so uh, all things are on uh, the table, and I think, Ryan, because we're in unprecedented territory, you're going to see unprecedented things. Yeah, I, I think the Masters is smart about how they're doing it. By November, hopefully things will begin. But as of this moment, it is scheduled to begin with a memorial in June. Is that correct, in June? And if so, I mean, that course, I, I assume there are going to be no fans here to start anything, and quite frankly, there shouldn't be. I think the last thing you want to do is invite fans and then start another wave of this virus so uh what's your take on the memorial starting and is that a, a good way to go well here's my take first and foremost on golf i think out of every sport including baseball hockey nfl college football what have you i do think the safest thing out there is golf for sure in fact uh where i live in florida i live on a golf course the golf course is still open and because there's uh so little to actually do uh, we're seeing more people play golf than ever before right now, completely socially distanced. There are no rakes in the bunkers. You don't touch the pins, uh, that kind of thing. Only one person per cart or walking. So if you just took the PGA Tour, for example, Pop, I could guarantee you right now that no player would ever come within six feet of another player, caddy, cameraman, anything. The cameras are in towers which are 20 feet in the air. So as far as a social distance from a cameraman that you would be, could be concerned that there would be a problem there with his health, you would you'd obviously be safe in that respect. As far as your caddy, uh, you know, it just, it's like anything else. Our world's changing. There's no shaking hands anymore. There's, there's this and that. But because it's outside, because it's played over hundreds of acres, because there is no physical contact, in the sport by nature, I would think golf would be the first sport to come back with no fans and strictly, you know, to get back. And, and you think about 9-11 and, the, and the, how baseball was first back and how therapeutic it was for the country, that I think golf 
could and should be the first sport back just because by its nature you could 100% safely pull it off. Yeah, I would agree with that, and I, and I don't understand necessarily why in this state. You mentioned your, your state down in Florida. Uh, they're not allowing golf up here, yet fishing is allowed, yet shopping at Walmart is allowed, and some of that. That social distancing is a little challenging when you go to shop for food. So, But I think you're right. That's a good way to start it. Uh, it's cramming a lot of golf into a short period of time, and it is a way to stay away from other people. I don't think there's any question about that. I want to ask you also, uh, Ryan, about I know on golf, uh, Central, you guys have had a lot of interviews with golfers. What are most of these guys doing now? Uh, most of them I know are, you know, creatures of habit, of routine. What has been your take dealing with some of the PGA golfers? Yeah, it, it's interesting. Kinda, everybody kind of has a different deal. The guys that uh, make their home in Florida are playing a lot of golf. In fact, this is a little-known fact out there, but at TPC Sawgrass, where they play the players' championship, uh, there are uh, 70-ish players that live in the Ponte Vedra Beach area, and they are playing money games twice a week at the TPC. The, the commissioner has given it to go ahead, and they're actually, uh, you know, no, no, uh, no rakes in the bunkers, and we talked about no... Uh, not touching the flag sticks, and what they're doing is sanitizing one golf cart per person, and each guy gets in a golf cart, one, and uh, they're actually playing money games twice a week. Uh, I find that incredible, one, that uh, someone hasn't picked up on that and, and televised it just because we're, we're in uh, a such need of things to do and things to watch, and obviously live sports would, would be great. Uh, but it just does show, um, you know, that golf can do it. Other guys I've talked to, Xander Shoffley says he's in a bit of a funk, and he hasn't touched his clubs since Friday at the Players when the whole thing was called off. And, and he's just uh, kind of bunkered in like, like so many of us. And he hasn't practiced. He hasn't done anything. And, you know, when he gets the all clear, he'll treat it like a, a spring training, if you will, and take as long as he needs before he comes back out and plays. I talked to Adam Scott on uh, Wednesday this week, and he has a putty mat in his garage, and uh, he's actually ordered a, a mat and a net to his house. So you're talking about, you know, a $100 million guy that is, is reduced to putting in his garage on a putty mat. So depending on where you live and what the, the deal is as far as what's open and what's not open, I think that's really dictating the most on, on how guys are trying to stay sharp, or in Shoffley's case, just shutting it down. Ryan Burr, our special guest from the Golf Channel, and uh, he's a guy I've uh, watched grow up in sports through here in Pittsburgh, all the way through ESPN, and now areas he is on the Golf Channel and doing great things. One final thing for you, Ryan, and that would be when this schedule, and let's just assume it happens and it starts, there's going to be a lot of golf crammed into just a couple of months how much can players be expected to play? There's a FedEx playoff still in there. I would imagine you're going to have to really pick and choose, especially after having all this time off. Yeah, you know, the, your Tiger Woods of the world are are definitely going to have to, to pick and choose. Uh, you have three major championships on the schedule. You have the Ryder Cup on the schedule. So let's start with those four events. And then you have three FedEx Cups. Remember, it's $15 million to the winner. 
mm-hmm. to the winner outright of the FedEx Cup, it's going to be tough to not show up and try to take a check for $15 million. Uh, so there's three FedEx Cup events. There's three majors and a Ryder Cup. That puts you at seven. Uh, I'm not sure Tiger would do much more than that. Seven seems to me for a guy like Tiger to be about the limit in a two, two-and-a-half, three-month stretch. Certainly there's going to be other guys that are just playing seemingly every week. Uh, so I think it depends a lot on age, body, and uh, and what you're eligible to play in. I think that's all important, and they're going to find out. Hopefully we will find out as we watch it happen beginning in May. Hey, Ryan, thanks very much for your time. Continued success. Uh, proud of how you've advanced throughout the sports world and look forward to a, a more of your stuff on Golf Central. Thanks, man. Well, Pomp, I, I, anytime I have a, a pleasure to talk to you, I always bring it up that uh, I owe pretty much everything that I've become to you. Uh, my first job in the business was as your intern uh, a long, long time ago. I know it's your birthday, so I won't, I won't age you, Pomp, but uh, I truly mean that um, – uh, a week, a day doesn't go by where where I don't uh, consider myself my lucky. Consider myself lucky that I had the the chance to uh, work under you and learn a little bit of the business. And uh, uh, simply put, you're the best, my man. Ryan, that's much appreciated. Thank you very much, and thank you for not revealing years. I do appreciate that more than anything. <laughs> All right, buddy. Be, be All right. All right, you too. Ryan, thanks. And you can watch him on Golf Central on some of the majors when they return. He's really done an outstanding job. And Ryan has gone through and put his dues in, trust me. I mean, it started in Pittsburgh. Uh, he went to ESPN and did NASCAR. Did a whole bunch of stuff in order to get the opportunities that he richly deserves. And it's fun to watch him progress. All right, we got uh, Mike in Newcastle. We got Doc coming up. We're also going to talk about some of the stuff that went on this week on The Fan because there were some great guests on the Cook and Joe show. Terry Bradshaw was on. Hey, thefan.com slash vote. That's how you can vote for your best athletes in Pittsburgh bracket. The next round is available for voting with some great matchups, including Tony Dorsett against Andrew McCutcheon, Yarmir Yager against Jerome Bettis. It's back to you by favorite restaurants, providing takeout, including... Dive Bar on the South Side, and Jimmy K's in New Brighton. So check that out. And also, coming up this week on the nightly sports call, Pittsburgh CW, we're going to begin a bracket uh, concerning the best sports movies of all time. So tune in, Pittsburgh CW 1035. We do that show every single night of the week. And now it's time to go out to the fan hotline, which is brought to you by Workers' Compensation Law Firm of Hall & Capitis. Let's go to Mike in Newcastle. Hey, Mike, thanks for waiting. How are you? Bob, how you doing today? Happy birthday. Thanks, Mike. I, I swear to God, I've been watching you since I was a little kid. You don't age a day. You get younger as you get older. I don't know what your secret is. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Number one, it's more makeup than ever before. Number two, and having a great family. My wife takes care of me. And you do have, I've seen pictures of your family. You do have a lovely family, and you are very blessed to have them, but... I want to make my point uh, about uh, baseball, how they're going to divide into the uh, spring training league. I, I was a little hesitant uh, hearing that everybody was just going to get Arizona because the problem is you're only going to get TV. If everybody just played in Arizona, you would just rely solely on TV revenue. But your TV revenue would be severely down because you'd have to start the games about 8 o'clock at night over there because 
them spring training facilities don't have air conditioning like Chase Field does uh, where the Diamondbacks play. And it'd be way too hot to play during the day. So I, don't, I didn't see TV-wise how you could play every game on the West Coast in Arizona. What what'd you think about that? Well, that was one of the problems, absolutely. I didn't. I think from a player's point of view, too, Mike, they didn't want a situation where they wouldn't see their families for four months. And the way that would be set up is those teams would be in individual hotels with just those players and staff there, nobody else, just to limit the amount of uh, you know contact you would have with other people. So I didn't like that plan for a lot of reasons. Uh, the one you mentioned is a good one. It's just how to facilitate it so that you can watch it and make the kind of television money you want. But also, it gets really hot in the summertime out there, and, and that would be difficult to play games, especially double headers that are brought up, because that's also part of this proposal. So I like what I see with it, uh, Arizona and Florida as kind of the dual hubs. I think that's much more doable. Oh, absolutely, too. And uh, I just want to get baseball back, because I, I, I know a lot of people are saying we got more important things to worry about, but... Honestly, we just need a psychological boost in this country right now. Just like when George Bush uh, threw out that first pitch after 9-11. It's just sometimes a psychological boost just to get back to normal, really make a difference more than people realize. Mike, thank you. I appreciate the comments, and you're right on with that. I think sports has always served a role uh, as uh, something that could take your mind away from the problems you may have. And these problems are significant. They're big. They're impacting lives everywhere. Uh, and at some point, you, you know, the, the key is, like the key is right now facing this country, it's not only containing this virus, but it's in conjunction getting people back to work. And how do you do it safely? How do you do it without, you know, encouraging a second wave of this virus, which could happen if people don't take this seriously enough? Same is true with sports. You want it to come back, but you have to make sure it's done safely and properly. And I believe that they can do that. But also, like Ryan Burr, my previous guest, said from the Golf Channel, I think golf is the one sport that can do it quicker, getting back to work with no fans. And, and it's really interesting. Ron Cook did a really good column on the fact that there will be no fans and what it would be like uh, without crowds at games. Think about NHL All-Star games, or I'm sorry, playoff games. Think about NBA playoff games. Any game that you can think of and the role fans played in those games. The most recent one that to me was really – if you look at fans' involvement and what it meant, the Cueto game in Pittsburgh, since we just ran those uh, highlights again from the other day, looking back at that game, that that fan base in 2013 affected that game. Uh, and it can in a lot of other sports as well. 412-928-9370. Let's go back out to the hotline. we got Doc in Claysville. Hello, Doc. How are you? Hi, Bob. Uh, first of all, before I uh, comment on the new proposal by Major League Baseball, uh, on your nightly sports call, Whatever happened to, to Tim Benz? Well, we because of the social distancing situation, uh, you know, Tim is not allowed in certain buildings. In fact, they're really limiting who's allowed in, in what building uh, at both CBS and uh, Entercom. So it's difficult to do it, uh, given the fact that we need live hookups, and you can't just do it. We only have so many of them. So that's what's happened. It's nothing against Tim. He'll be back in the future, but that's that's what we're dealing with right now. Yeah, I'm glad. I hope he is going to come back because I think it's a big loss for your show there at night. I think he's one of the best tell like it is guys in Pittsburgh. He's very good. That's why we have him on. Yep. Yeah, he's really. Uh, I like him, Tim, a lot. Uh, on the proposal, Bob, I really do like the latest one that they have in Arizona and Florida. 
And I really like the division set up there with Phillies and, you know, Toronto and the Detroit and, and the Yankees, especially them games against the Phillies and the Yankees. I just I hope this goes through like that, Bob. And I guess they're talking about the DH too, aren't they, Bob? Yeah, DH for all 30 teams. So you're telling me you'd like to see the Pirates in with the Yankees and the Phillies. Oh, Listen, the Yankees to, is- Detroit's the one team that the Pirates should be able to stay above in that That's in that great. particular uh, division. But you're talking about Garrett Cole, seeing him maybe three or four times. You're talking about Bryce Harper and that team in Philadelphia. Uh, that's not an easy thing, and I'm not, I'm not so sure how good or bad Toronto is, but I think that would be difficult. Although I will say this, Doc, and I think this is interesting. When you talk about a reduced schedule, and let's say it's 100 games, let's say they right. lose 62, or maybe more, maybe it's 85. I think the Pirates, or any team you know, that starts hot, that does things that maybe other teams aren't doing, it, you might find yourself in contention because I think when you have 162, normally the, the cream rises to the top, and that's when right. teams like the Pirates lose out. It just becomes overwhelming over the course of six months, the way things have gone. So that, who knows? It could it could make for some interesting developments. Oh, that that helps the Pirates. I agree, Bob, 100% with that. That's why I'd like to see it, too. And uh, I'd love to go against, uh, you know, them, them two teams there especially. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they come up with that. And it would be nice to see baseball, but... Uh, so that's it, Bob. Uh, that's all I had. I'm glad maybe Tim, Tim will be back, and that's good. So keep up the good work. All right, Doc. Always appreciate hearing from you. Thanks, and have a wonderful weekend at 412-928-9370. That is the number to call, and we would love to continue going on. In the next hour, you know, as I said this week, it was a busy week for fan hosts on the Cook and Joe show. They brought in Terry Bradshaw, had some other interesting guests, and Mark Cuban, was on with the PMT, uh, Andrew Filipponi and Chris Muller, and he had optimistic viewpoint on when sports might return. We're going to play some of that for you in case you missed it uh, coming up a little bit later. In the meantime, call me right now at 412-928-9370 if you have a thought about this baseball proposal or if you have a thought about the NHL, which is actually considering neutral sites, one of them in North Dakota, another in Massachusetts, trying to find areas that haven't really been that affected by the coronavirus and staging a playoff there. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I still think that's – I don't know how doable that is, but I guess if you're going to do it, you have to make sure that you're in a safe procedure, in a safe uh, environment, and maybe those states offer that right now. I don't know how many wink, uh, rinks are out there in, uh, in North Dakota and how you would stage – with all these teams playing, there is a thought that you may just take the playoffs as it is right now, jump right into them, which would really keep out teams that are knocking on the door who are one or two points out of a playoff position right now. And if it would start right now, it would be the Phillies, uh, the Phillies, <laughs> the Flyers and the Pittsburgh Penguins, two versus three. Uh, how about that right off the bat? Uh, I don't know about you, but I really miss hockey playoffs. It's one of my favorite times of the year. There's so much involved with it, so many storylines. Um, and unfortunately at this point we're not going to get it, at least for now. But they still are looking at alternatives, and they will continue to do so. I think the next 17 days of this month will have a lot to do with what happens next, and we'll see if people can continue to uh, kind of flatten the curve, as they say. All right, I want to remind you once again, our show is sponsored by the good people of Allegheny Health Network, AHN, the hashtag Stay Home Team. Also, PNC Bank. Make today the day at PNC. Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com. Driven by number one Cochrane. Go one better. 
and the law firm of Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. So, I want to also remind you about the weather. And if you look outside, that's all you need to do. It's gorgeous. And hopefully that will continue. Temperature is only going to be 54 for high today, but we got a lot of sunshine, and that makes a difference. Some clouds developing late tonight, and then mostly clouding with a passing shower overnight into Easter Sunday, where the temperature should rise into the 60s. Fan weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Sun's service department is open all year for automotive needs and pickup and drop-off available as well. Go to sunchevy.com for more details. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 